A super duper wonderful, awesome, overly positive welcome to this week's guest, your ultimate self, a creation of Tim Jordan, also known as Typewriter Tim, sculptor, musician, massage therapist, and yoga teacher. Tim's creation of your ultimate self is both hilarious, frightening, and very mindful and informative of what we're all dealing with in the world today. So I'm not going to say much more than that. Enjoy this week's special. Welcome to Archives for Aliens, a podcast recorded for future life on Earth, planet Earth, consciousness, creativity, the nature of reality, cool people making things, and life outside the box. What makes you tick? I'm your ultimate self. Life is great. Even when it's not great, toxic positivity kicks in and it's great. What do you think about toxic positivity? I don't understand. How could toxic be positive? And how could positivity be toxic? Now, if you've got a boner for being recognized and you need to be listened to, I can understand that if you're really hell-bent on feeling bad, that when someone wants you to feel better and don't understand your personal situation it's annoying when you're having a bad day and people just tell you to have a better day that's how i interpret toxic positivity that someone who's full of toxic will see toxic in everything including positivity but (laughs) at the same time it's frustrating when you're having a bad day and someone says, just breathe and be hydrated and everything will be okay. Even though if you do breathe consciously and you stay hydrated and you focus your mind, you can find your ultimate self. So you need to cut the BS with the toxic and get with the program. What program, you ask? What program? You're not the myself? Well, let me tell you. The program is yours. Now, you could pretend that it's aliens talking to you from outer space. Or you could pretend that it's God has come into your ear hole and is telling you what to do. But that's not really how it goes, is it? You must be your ultimate self. Not me. You. How do you know you're your ultimate self? You just are. Get out of your own way. Your friends are lying to you. They just want you to feel better. That's toxic positivity. When all your friends like your Facebook post of something really crappy that happened to you and all these people 
give you serotonin and dopamine when you're feeling bad and you get conditioned to feel bad to feel good. That's not good. It's not. How is it good? I don't know. I don't believe in right or wrong. I don't believe in good or bad. It's the situation you find yourself in, and it's the situation you put yourself in. But it's not your fault. But it's your responsibility. Will Smith told me that. He told me. (laughs) He told you? He told me. He said, it's not your fault. Whatever happened to you might not be your fault. But if it happened to you, it's your responsibility. But Will Smith, what does that mean? Will Smith's not answering. So what does it mean? It means it's your responsibility to accept what happens. You don't have to forgive that person. It's a memory. But you have to accept it. If you don't accept it, you can't move forward very far. Denial is good in the short term, but very short term. Be very, very, very careful. This is not a game. There are entities trying to make you compulsively check your electronic devices. Who's in charge of those electronic devices? Remote control. And who's behind those controls? You don't know, and I don't know. But it doesn't really matter, because if you're being your ultimate self, that's a fact. Can you tell us a little bit about your break from Facebook? You have to unplug sometimes. Balance. Balance is key. In order to have structural stability, you must have balance. You must have a strong structure. So if there's constant doo-doo coming in your brain, that doo-doo has to come out. And if you constantly scroll and scroll and scroll, you're not living your life. Your life is living you. And that's not your ultimate self. So... It's real trendy to unplug. It's even more trendy to say you're going to unplug, but you never unplugged. You just wanted to sound cool and you probably made a post about it. Yes, I'm gonna (laughs) make Yes, you got it. We're all fooling ourselves. But if we're being your ultimate self, you're not fooling yourself. You're just in a state of being. What the hell does that mean? Because you're always being. Well, you have a choice. And the only way to make that choice is to accept the situations that have happened. I'm not going to forgive that person. I don't have to. But I accept what they did. I accept what they said. I accept what I did. And I accept what I said. Because it's done. It's done. You cannot change the past, and some of us believe it doesn't even exist. It's all happening at the same time. 
wrap your little alien brain around that, little monkeys. Let me tell you, this is a rabbit hole most cannot handle. They say it's hard to be your ultimate self, but I'm here to tell you, it's not hard and it's free. But that's the rub. It's always right in front of your face. And all you have to do is take a hit of the real shit. Oxygen, carbon dioxide, nitrogen, all these things in the air. Nitric oxide created by nasal breathing is very, very important. But most people are scared because that beautiful nasal breath allows you to be healthy, but it also exposes the things you're afraid of, the things that hurt you, the things you don't want to deal with until they surface, until you accept them. So we accept them so we can move on and come to full self-actualization for the aliens that we are. I like that. I've been talking about that a lot in the last couple weeks, that we're all aliens. Well, if you take a monkey face, and you take an alien face, and you smash them together, what do you get? A Scientologist. <laughs> but you better hope you don't need psychiatry if you're a Scientologist or you're screwed. I was just watching a documentary about Scientology last weekend, actually. That sounds terrible. It was pretty interesting. What did you learn? I didn't know. I, I really didn't know anything about Scientology. Um. Uh, just room not even real rumors just the basic oh it's like a weird thing uh what i learned is that this guy literally just made up a story L openly Ron very openly yeah <laughs> he was like pretty open and honest about like yeah i'm an author like i'm kind of going crazy i'm just gonna make up the story he was <laughs> he, he was called it I'm going to come up with a religion. Yeah, he wasn't even that serious about it. Like, he was and he wasn't. But he was pretty openly like, here's my take. In some ways, until then it got really serious. And then he kind of just seemed like he was scamming people, and honestly. And now look at everybody. Tom Cruise is yeah. your friend. That was fascinating. He was in this. Tom Cruise was in the documentary. That was fascinating to me. I liked it when he told the guy he was glib because he said cycle drugs help people and Tom Cruise wasn't having any of it. He jumped on the couch and danced. No, wait, that was Oprah. That was Oprah. Different story. But the Scientologists are onto something. Yeah, they definitely are. I will say that, like, that's what I got from it, too, is that the first, like, year or two that you're a Scientologist, it seemed like you're 
understanding your mind, you're gaining awareness, you're like partnering with somebody to become more mindful and it seemed really positive. But then it was just like you didn't need to necessarily continue to do that and it just got obsessive. Money, 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 money. Well, yeah, cuz you got to have money, all money, the money, you got to have all the different levels. Money, money. So yes. <laughs> maybe if you could just become a Scientologist for a year, like we'd all be good, but you got to get out of there if you get in. <laughs> it's <laughs> my advice any scientist scientologists out of there get out of there go go in for a, a moment or just study it and then get right out and see if they'll talk to you if you don't give them any money that's true well i wonder if you could i mean it kind of seems like you could just start like a non-scientology practice using what they do in scientology no just that's, do no. it for free you have to join you have to be a lawyer follower and go the multiple levels, just like yes. And as we're talking here... Where are your levels? I haven't come up with them yet. <laughs> but I'm going to be the next L. Ron Hubbard. I'm going to come up with a religion. It's called <laughs> Give Yus Money. <laughs> and it's based on the universal principle that whatever you put into the universe, you get back at least twofold. So if you give me a million dollars, eventually two million dollars might come to you. Okay. I'll tell you this, but you won't believe me unless I charge you. Right. Yeah, that's pretty common. Because what pretty I common. have found is, is you can offer the most beautiful things to people for free. And they don't give a crap. You know? I know. What is the psychology you, about that? If you charge them $5,000 a week, you will change their lives. Just ask Tony Robbins. Just ask Dr. Joe. Those For are great people to ask. $5,000 a week, they will talk you into believing that you need them to live your best life. When in all reality... You're not going to change a ding-dong thing. You're going to wake up. You're going to drink too much coffee. You're going to waste time on Facebook. You're going to go to work, run on the hamster wheel, and come home and ingest more things to feel better. And you just want to believe that you are going to change. You're not. Until you become your ultimate self where was your ultimate self born i just showed up i'm part of a multi-personality situation mm -hmm. i don't believe in disorders that's some judgmental horse stuff from what i know though about your life it seems like you had a unique breeding ground i don't over know. the summer we had some unique circumstances what I found was people don't want to hear it from me. They will only listen to your ultimate self. So I became your ultimate self because I saw so much BS in the world. I saw people lying to themselves. I see people get addicted to likes on Facebook as an identity existential crisis and it drives yeah. me crazy but i can't save them it's not my job to save them 
So my job became kind of like L. Ron Hubbard. Your ultimate self. Because as kooky as Scientologist is, L. Ron Hubbard was actually teaching the mental paths to becoming your ultimate self. But that became the cult of personality, the cult of the entity, and then becomes yet another cash grab. So I figured, why are all these jerks making all the cash? You want to give all your money and put all your energy into your ultimate self. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, I'm right. You know I'm right. Left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. Get it? One foot in front of the other. Balance. If you walk only on your right foot, you're not going to go very far. It takes two wings to allow the right wing and the left wing to be a part of the same bird. I read that on a meme. Knock it off. Keo. Like the car, Kia, but Kio, knock it off. You got a drinking problem? Kio! You're out of shape? Kio! Knock it off. How you, do you, how do you knock it off? You just knock it off. How? You do it. How? You got a problem? Drinking problem? Knock it off. Stop drinking. You're out of shape? You're in pain? Knock it off and get into self-care and find out what's going on. What are the steps? You don't need it sugar-coated. You don't need likes on Facebook. You need to become your ultimate self. And the steps are breathe, drink water, think about the structural integrity of your body. That leads to the structural integrity of your brain. What does that mean? It means feet straight, feet hip-width apart. The balance of your body moving into your bones, the fascia and muscle adjust to allow your bones to be in a better place. That way you don't have to spend so much energy. And when you don't spend as much energy, you have more energy. If you have more energy, you have more choice. That's a beautiful thing. Can you say that again? When you exist you use a certain amount of energy if you use less you have more and if you have more energy you have more choice it's like money all right your head is very heavy so if you lean forward it takes a lot of energy to hold that head up but if you balance the weight of your body and your head into the bones Bones don't get tired and bones don't use energy to hold you up. But your muscles and your fascia do. So if you get the muscles and the fascia on the same path to allow the weight of your body to be distributed into your bones down to your feet, then you use less energy in whatever it is you do. And when you use less energy... You have more energy, and therefore you have more choice, which with the body is health. 
homeostasis, using as little energy for the optimal situation in the body, has everything to do with how you hold your body, which reflects where your brain's at. If your bed is not made and your room is messy, that's your brain. Where you live and how you live is your life. You want to get it together and kill? Knock off all the doo-doo in your life? Make your bed. Clean your room. Something. And you will find that your life follows whatever you do. If you're stuck on the problem, all you're going to see is the problem. But if you focus on the solution and accept the problem for what it is, then you can accept it, deal with it, and make a plan to solve it, deal with it, or if you can't do anything, let it go. Your ultimate self is waiting. That's great. I, th- I think that's a really practical plan. Steps. Breathe. Hydrate or hydrate and then breathe because if you're hydrated and you're breathing shallow, you're in a better situation than if you're not hydrated and breathing deeply. Hmm. The body needs to be lubricated. It's a machine. It needs to work. And when you take care of the body, you're taking care of the mind. Yoga means to yoke. Union, to bond. So when we work with the body and strengthen the body, find balance in the body, become flexible in the body, our brains are strong, flexible, and able to adjust. Health is the brain and body's ability to adjust. No matter what happens, if we have more energy, We have more choice. And if we have more choice, we can adapt better. So knock it off. Also clean your room. I fully agree with, like, when you clean your room, you just feel better automatically. I hate cleaning my room. I don't like it. I have ADHD. So I just want to keep going and do random stuff all the time. But to bring that discipline... To take those very few moments to make the bed, clean the room. There's not too many successful people out there that have a sloppy room. They're out there, but they're not going to be abundant for very long. They're sloppy like me or how I used to be. So, I knocked off the sloppy and I made different priorities and values. And I make my bed. I clean my room. And ever since I've done that, I've become your ultimate self. How do you think that correlated with moving outside of the city? It didn't. I had to move outside of the city. I had I had choice, but I made the choice. The best choice for me was to move back in with my daddy and face my issues that I had with my daddy. And I was able to learn from nature. 
and not have to deal with so many human beings who are not being your ultimate self. So I became your ultimate self. Do you have any idea how that experience like created the ultimate self? It's like asking a baby what it was like being born. That's basically what I'm asking you. They know that it happened, but they can't remember the details. Right. For me, I realized nobody wants to hear it from a white guy in 2020. Now, I'm not calling the Wambulance. I'm not crying. I'm making a statement. So I realized the nice little guy that wanted everyone to be healthy and happy, nobody wanted to hear it. So your ultimate self was born. Because I wanted to be like Tony Robbins. I wanted to diagnose people without having any idea what was wrong with them. And get paid. And monetize so I could live a sustainable life. Because I was living a life as an artist. Unsustainable. Banking on things getting better one day. And that day never came. And then strife came. Challenge came. Fear came. And death came. So I moved out of the way. In with my daddy. That was such a healing process for you. Wasn't it? Because you, from what I know, you guys weren't really super close at all. You weren't even The old me died. And this little baby of a yus is still trying to figure out how to clean my own diapers because my daddy's not going to do it for me. So we're getting to speak with like toddler yes. We'll have you we'll have you back on when you're It's been said that any business acts like the age that it is. So if a business is 16 years old, it's just learning how to drive. If it's 21, it's just getting started. On being a jerk. But when you achieve a certain amount of years, you achieve a certain amount of wisdom if you're paying attention and trying to be your ultimate self. So I was able to be reborn and baby us is crapping all over the United States right now and they love it. They love it. But they don't know that the Scientologists were correct. We're all aliens, man. We're all aliens. Do you have any advice for artists out there? Yes, you're going to die. So like they said in the movies, get busy living or get busy dying. Because we're all going to die. Who's going to clean your diapers? Not me. 
But if we stop crapping on ourselves, we don't have to clean ourselves up. It's the toilet of life. Flush that shit. Kill! Knock it off. You know what you need to do. You're afraid to do it. You're afraid to face reality. So you keep making up a separate reality. A digital mm. reality. So you plug back into the matrix. You trade the, you, the red pill and choke on the blue pill of social media. It's no accident that Facebook color is blue. It's the blue pill. It's the matrix. And we're all gonna die. Alright, so you should suggest maybe we should get off Facebook? No, I love Facebook. <laughs> tone it down? Tone down the Facebook? It's just a tool. Like a gun. Oh, that's good. You can shoot yourself in the foot with it if you're not careful. You can make a lot of money if you play it right and shut your pie hole. Or you could pop off and shoot somebody else. It's not real. But it's also designed to make you compulsively want it. Mm. To compulsively live your life artificially while they manipulate you with their algorithms. Oh, I hate Facebook. So It hates you. Probably it does. just wants your money. It just wants your data. What's all my content? But yet they've made it necessary. Right. For modern life. Mm-hmm. And they fill our heads with, oh, I have to be on Facebook for business. Yeah, for business. That's the worst. Exactly. And then you feel like, oh, you'll miss all the events. And they want all of it because they're studying us so they can market more things to us and it's a never-ending cycle look at their faces when they talk about it they're lying they want your money they want your attention they want your eyeballs eyeballs clicks eyeballs clicks and they've got your number they've got my number but i'm your ultimate self I'm above the media elites. I'm smarter than anybody. I'm better than anybody. I'm not susceptible to those things. Only when I'm by myself in the woods, learning from a tree. Right. Sweet dreams. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. 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 Any last uh, words of wisdom? You're not ready to live until you're ready to die. All right, cool. Well, we'll work on getting ready to die next time. See you then.